Welcome to the Elephant Dialogues. My name is Bryson Alley. One reason a lot of people don't engage in politics is simply because they don't feel well enough informed. It's a lot to keep up on. And if you don't spend a lot of time watching the news or reading about certain issues, you can quickly feel out of your depth. And not everyone's interested in getting super involved or invested in politics. That's totally okay. But even if you want to start small, some of these tips might help. America has developed a culture of contempt, a habit of seeing people who disagree with us, not merely as incorrect or misguided, but as worthless. We cannot solve the challenges of our time unless we solve them together. It was an opportunity to practice empathy. There's a huge empathy deficit in our culture. We don't need to disagree less. We need to disagree better. Toward what our President Lincoln called the better angels of our nature. Tip number one, balance your news sources. One huge problem with our political conversations is that we all get our stories from different places. This goes right back to that parable that this podcast is named for, the elephant and the blind men. If we as blind men have only felt part of the elephant and then we only watch news stations that confirm our experience, we're never going to understand the bigger picture and everyone else is going to seem crazy for having a different view. Sounds familiar, right? our view of the world will be vastly different based on the news channel we prefer. So someone who only watches MSNBC is going to have a really hard time connecting with a viewer of Fox News. They're just so different. They're speaking different languages. And although there are a few stations that try to be objective, most are biased one way or another. That's almost impossible to avoid. So I think a better plan is just to try and balance what you watch. If your preferred news channel leans right, that's great. Just make sure that you're exposing yourself to other viewpoints. There's a really handy chart that I'll provide on the website, elephantdialogues.com, that kind of maps out where most of the major news channels land in their bias. It ranges from far left to far right, and from objective facts to unreliable conspiracy theories, basically. So find your favorite news station on there, and then look for one that balances you out. It'll challenge your view and help you connect to family and friends who watch different news sources than you do. If you're looking for a simple way to get pretty unbiased news every day, one of my favorites is an email I'm subscribed to called The New Paper. Uh, Side note, I'm not sponsored by any of these people I'm going to mention here. I just, this is what I use. It's a really quick read every day, and they really stick to kind of the bullet point facts of important stories. They also provide links to outside sources if you want to keep reading. But that's been a great tool for me, and I'll link to them on the website. If you like podcasts better than email or TV, there's one I just started listening to called Left, Right, and Center. It's a cool way to listen to expert opinions about the big issues, and in every episode, they have someone from the left, someone from the right, and someone from the center, hence the name. The other nice thing about the podcast format is that they don't have to fill 24 hours every day with debate and endless panels, which I think is a weakness of TV news stations. So that's a great way to hear some different views. My last suggestion here is to ask your family who they listen to. If you've got a friend or family member with whom you really disagree on a lot of issues, ask them what sources they recommend. Even if you don't believe everything their source says, it's a great way to understand them better and improve your conversations. They'll see your question as a sign of trust, and they'll appreciate your efforts to understand. So that's tip one. Ask yourself where you get your information, and if it all comes from one source or from one side of the aisle, I highly recommend finding another source that can balance you out. Almost no one is without bias, so the best way to overcome that is simply finding balance. Tip two. I want to share some of my favorite books on improving our conversations. 
Most of the framework for this podcast comes from things I've read in these books, and a lot of them are super applicable and powerful, even if politics isn't your jam. So here are a few of my recommendations. Number one, Crucial Conversations. This one might be the least political of the bunch, but it's got amazing advice for how to discuss really important things with people we love. The subtitle of this book is Tools for Talking When Stakes Are High. And those stakes can be financial discussions with your spouse, parent-teacher conferences, asking for a raise. Basically, we all have crucial conversations, and this is an awesome tool for entering those conversations with more confidence and getting better results. The next one is also not necessarily political. It's called Leadership and Self-Deception. If you like the analogy of the blind men and the elephant that I keep talking about, you might really connect with this one. It's written as a short story, not like a textbook or self-help book, but we follow the main character as he learns about how we blind ourselves and sabotage our own efforts to find happiness and success. This one's written by the Arbinger Institute, which has spent like 50 years researching psychology and human behavior. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, Number three, one of my favorite books right now is by Arthur Brooks. I used two of Dr. Brooks's quotes in the opening reel that you hear at the beginning of every episode. His book is called Love Your Enemies, and it's all about saving America from the culture of contempt that permeates so much of our discourse. Like he says, we don't need to disagree less, we need to disagree better. His book is awesome. Last one I'll share is by Jonathan Haidt, and it's called The Righteous Mind, Why Good People Are Divided by Politics and Religion. Full disclosure, I'm still reading this one, so I can't tell you how it ends, but I found it fascinating so far. This book also uses an elephant analogy, but it's different than the blind man one, but still great. I'm sure I'll talk about it in one of our episodes. So that's a few of my favorite books at the moment. If there's any I should read or any you want to recommend, let us know in the comments section of the website. I am always on the lookout for a good book to go with my hammock. Tip three is about Twitter. Honestly, I get most of my news from Twitter, but it can be tricky. There's a lot of noise and a lot of opinions flying really fast on there. The nice thing is that you can follow a really diverse group of people really easily, and it's a really fast way to get up-to-the-minute news updates. So this is similar to the first tip. Strive for balance. Find someone on the right that you respect and someone on the left that you respect and read both of their opinions. If you really like Ben Shapiro, for example, make sure to follow someone like Jake Tapper that can balance it out, or at least expose you to different viewpoints. If you're a conservative and you want to know why people are worried about President Trump, I recommend following Evan McMullen. Another full disclosure here, I voted for McMullen in the 2016 election and got to meet him on the campaign trail. I think he's a really honest stand-up guy. I'd also recommend following President Trump and other big players because that's the other cool thing about Twitter. It allows us to connect directly to the source so we don't have to just listen to a panel talk about what the president said or did. We can look at it firsthand and form our own opinions. Tip four, beware of false information. I'm going to do another episode later on specifically about internet-based discussions, but I did want to mention this here. The internet is what Obi-Wan Kenobi might call a hive of scum and villainy. (laughs) And there's a ton of misleading information out there. We're starting to learn just how much Russia invested in creating false information for social media with the goal of dividing the United States. But it's not just Russia. Please be really careful about sharing pictures or memes that bash the other side, especially if you haven't researched it first. A good rule of thumb is just doubt everything, especially if it's meant to make someone else look stupid or evil. You can use sites like politifact.com or snopes.com to check if something is true, and I urge you to do so. 
Again, on the internet, we should get in the habit of doubting everything, especially if it's oversimplified or attacking a certain group of people. Ask, politely of course, for links and references, and get in the habit of providing them yourself whenever you can. You can't be too careful out there. Tip number five. There's a couple of really cool websites you can use to get a good overview of most issues. Kialo.com is a good example. You can find an issue you're interested in and explore the pros and cons. So, for example, if we click on, Is Political Correctness Detrimental to Society?, it takes us to a new page where it lists that thesis as a statement at the top. Political correctness is detrimental to society. Under that thesis, it lists user-generated pros and cons organized by user votes. So the most popular answers will rise to the top, and you can really quickly get a balanced view of the issue. The cool thing is you can then click on any pro or con statement, and that argument becomes the thesis with its own discussion underneath. A similar website is Quora.com, which I haven't used as much, but I think does something similar. I'll link to both of those on the website. So real quick summary, find balance in your news sources. Some of my favorite tools are The New Paper, the Left, Right, and Center podcast, and Kialo.com. Thanks for listening. If you've got any tips or books you want to share, let us know. Record a message and send it to us at elephantdialogues at gmail.com. Next week, I'll be back with a regular co-host episode as we continue our experiment in better conversations. Mm -hmm.